0: So yeah, no topic.
1: <laughs> Indeed, except for the three that I thought of while I was sitting here, <laughs> setting up my computer.
0: <laughs> well, I think that's okay. If it was while you were setting up your computer just now, I think that's fair.
1: Oh, okay. We, we okay. didn't we didn't. One tell. of them, okay, I should be fair. One of them I thought of at 6.10, so 20 minutes before I sat down. Mm. But then I tried not to think about it, but then I kept thinking about it. So, <laughs> like that. Yeah. I, had, yourself, I had a don't thought, think about whatever.
0: I had a thought on a previous topic idea yesterday while I was at the grocery store, and then I was like, no, stop it, stop it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I was just fighting the feeling that I had just actually forgotten the plan and should have been doing some sort of prep but couldn't remember what it was. So I was fighting that feeling of procrastinating but because I had forgotten what to do.
0: Well, look at you, all REO Speedwagon.
1: Uh... Okay.
0: And I can't fight this anymore. I what I started fighting for.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes.
0: You are listening to Priority, a podcast about choices, limitations, and getting stuff done. Priority is hosted by Katie Leitman and her brother, Max Lightman. That's me. Today's episode is entitled Weird Summer Housewife Magazine Person. For complete show notes, including links to anything we discuss on the podcast today, visit us online at priority.fm slash 22.
1: So, idea number one, mm-hmm. starting fresh. Mm-hmm. Idea number two: anniversaries, milestones and benchmarks. Mm. Idea number three: self-promotion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Idea number four: improvisation or thinking on the fly.
0: Mhm. Uh, well, I think, um, I think number two is, uh, because of, especially because of the inclusion of milestones and benchmarks, I feel like we floated the idea of measurement before um as a topic and that's one that I would like to prepare for um Mm. and number three I think we can cover it by just saying look at me (laughs) that's a that's that's a back to work reference um Mm. I like I like I like I like number four but I think I really like number one okay what do you think
1: that's fine by me um so I can, I can kick off with um, an extremely mundane anecdote, but it probably explains why I thought of this. Um, so when I became engaged to my husband, which was now, um, oh, when the hell was that? <laughs> uh, almost three years ago, um, I started growing out my hair, the hair on my head. So that it would be longer by the time we got married. (laughs) Not the armpit hair. I kept shaving that. Um, Important information for our listeners. Because I had chopped it very short within um, a year before that. The shortest I had ever had it in my life since I was born, I suppose. Um, And since our wedding, which was a year ago, um, I've kept my hair long. I've only trimmed it, I think, once or twice. Um, but for the last year since the wedding has been over, um, I keep considering and reconsidering chopping all my hair off again. And every time I think about it, it's usually in a moment where I'm thinking about not only what a relief it would be to have less hair to take care of, (laughs) um, which can be nice, but also that it's like having, um, this move that I can make at any time I feel like I, I want to or need to um, to sort of start fresh mm. um, in a very superficial way, of course. I'm just talking about my, my looks and, to a tiny extent, my lifestyle, right? My prep for the day looks different when my hair is extremely short mm. than when it's extremely long, which it is. Um, yeah. So I keep, I keep getting this feeling every couple of weeks or months about um, – what an interesting and fun feeling that is to do something that, I don't know, it's, I don't know how to describe it except a fresh start.
0: Hmm. Well, I yeah. like it. Um, one one thing that popped to mind is uh, my wife actually had a completely parallel experience where even a little bit before we got engaged, she would started growing her hair out with the idea that she wanted it longer for our wedding and then she kept it and grew it even <laughs> longer over the next... Uh, a few years. Um, yeah, she since cut it short. Not not as short as it was when she and I first met, but much shorter than you know uh, peak peak Courtney hair. Um, <laughs> and also, I can definitely appreciate the um, your point about less hair taking less maintenance. Um, at this point, <laughs> if I lose any more hair, then I will actually be consuming negative shampoo every morning. So.
1: Um, you're going to be expelled <laughs> that's right <laughs> you wake up and expel shampoo i'm gonna wake up like after
0: after about a month the shampoo bottle is just gonna be like overflowing and oozing onto the floor because it's just oh my God. every time i come out of the shower there'll be more in it oh my God. <sighs> uh yeah fresh starts um and your example is as mundane as it is it's kind of an interesting um it's an interesting example cuz when we talk about fresh starts people talk about a move or a job change or a school year or a divorce or a fire um <laughs> mm-hmm. they they usually talk about things that um, yes, can be undertaken as a fresh start, but that aren't like held in reserve. Like I don't think most people walk around thinking, "Well, you know, anytime I could just I could just go change careers and start over, that'd be great." Mm-hmm. Um, you've kind of got like you've it's almost like a, another another topic that um, I would like to talk about at some point, which is is like reserve or or margin or spare capacity. Um, mm. It's almost like you have you have a fresh start in your back pocket. You're just walking
1: around with yeah. I was yeah, I was trying to think of a good metaphor when I was talking and I couldn't get to it. But yeah, so I, and I the word arsenal usually comes to mind mm-hmm. but I, and I don't particularly like that metaphor, but mm. um toolbox isn't right here either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, know.
0: although I mean, you know, maybe like you you could have some scissors in your toolbox. <laughs> or, some, or some shears.
1: <laughs> I'm not cutting the hair. That would be a mistake. <laughs> that, that would be a would be fresh be start fresh and an error. <laughs> Oh my god! Error. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm,
0: fatal hair error detected on line seventy-two.
1: Oh my god! I do love that.
0: That's a that's a programming joke.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you for explaining. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that. Um, one of our bits is now making up fake versions and fake phrases for the things we're trying to mm-hmm, describe. Mm-hmm. Um, yes pretty much. Yeah. Yes, it would be an error if if the tool came from my toolbox for that fresh start. Mhm.
0: Mhm. Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 a big fan of of fresh starts in general. I'm uh I'm someone I've often enjoyed um you know, anytime I have moved, changed spaces um in the last probably in the last 14 or 15 years, I've I've taken advantage and gotten rid of just a crap ton of stuff. Um, I don't think I've had a straight move where I tried to keep even ninety percent of what I had in hmm. well over a decade. Um, and very often, I think my average across the last several moves is. Um, and and this the most recent move where Courtney was involved, it was mainly my stuff that got pared down in this way. But I think my my rolling average is every time I've moved house, um, I've I've cut about half of what I had. Um, <laughs> so I'm big on I'm kind of big on cutting losses and starting over. Um,
1: yeah. And that was probably good for your relationship that you didn't go throw out every one out of five items. (laughs) (laughs) Shirt, 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 shirt. She only needs like half of this nail polish. (laughs) Oh my God. You clear out like two of of the rows. What's all this yarn for? (laughs) Those are a few of her favorite things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes.
0: Who needs this many photos? She's got Facebook.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, no, I didn't. I didn't really clear out much of her stuff. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Um, yeah, uh, and a little productivity angle I'll throw in here at the beginning, and we can we can expand on this or argue about it or just ignore it and move on. I don't really mind <laughs> because I didn't really prep, so no skin off my butt. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'll bring up our our old friend David Allen. Um, <laughs> in. Particularly in his second book, Ready for Anything, um, there are a lot of passages kind of on this, on this subject, um, and not always in terms of fresh starts, but uh, I think about sort of the, The phenomenon, the magic that powers, like, a lot of the mystique that a fresh start has and a lot of the actual benefits a fresh start has. Um, And Mm -hmm. probably the best one is the very first chapter, which I'll I'll name the title of the chapter word for word because if you Google for it, listeners, if you don't bother to check your show notes, um, you can actually find the full text of this chapter on the web in a bunch of places. But um, the first one is Cleaning Up Creates New Directions – um, and it's a theme that comes up again and again throughout the book, but just basically that, you know, when you clean up your old messes and when you take care of old business and you get rid of stuff, uh, you free mm-hmm. up energy, uh, you know, mentally, even physically sometimes, um. And I, I, think, uh, I think mostly it's the, the big benefit is the mental. You know, if you clean an old drawer and throw a bunch of stuff <laughs> away and the drawer is orderly, you're going to feel good about doing that. But also that's going to be less of a drag anytime you need to put something in or take something out of that drawer. You know, whatever part of your, your internal conversation that was a groan every time you thought of something that involved that drawer, that goes away. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, you're going to save a little bit of time and, and – physical energy getting in and out of it and same goes for any kind of space you know you if you move into a new house and you get rid of a bunch of stuff and as you're unpacking you actually thoughtfully put things away so you're you know three weeks after the move you're the most organized you've had your house in years um yeah that's that's also gonna free you up a lot compared to how you Mm -hmm. were in your you know wherever you were before where you've got 10 years of accumulated i don't know where to put this so i'm gonna put it in front of the other six things in this spot
1: Mhm. To the drawer it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it was interesting. I was just thinking back to about your comment um, that sometimes we think of these things as the big stuff—moving um, spaces, or starting a new position, or taking on a, a new um, set of duties, or, or learning a new skill. Um, but I think a lot of things can sort of manufacture that feeling too like I keep thinking about my hair (laughs) like it just keeps coming back um because there are so many little things like that that can be so energizing I'm thinking too of and this sort of connects to stuff we've been talking about too about how once you've made a decision that you want to to be something or to do something um you know, there's usually, I mean, depending on the path you're choosing, there's usually something you can do that very day, maybe even that very minute mm-hmm. to start on that path. You know, right. um, we're talking about, we've talked about, um, writing to be a writer is to write. So if that's what you want to do, then sit down and write a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, see if you still want to sit down and write a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I think that can be really energizing too, um, I'm thinking of exercising even, um, something that's been part of my lifestyle for many years, but um, <laughs> sort of comes and goes in in intensity, um, in waves. But when I am sort of feeling a little gross and a little sedentary in my life, um, and I realize it's just as easy as if I get up and go have a really nice workout right now, I'm going to have the immediate benefit of that energy, and I'm going to Remember what that's like, and that's going to make me um, even more easily get up tomorrow or the next day and go do it again. So I can do that right now, and it's going to be great. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. So, so, so I guess picking up maybe could be another um, another type of fresh start. Yeah.
0: Well, I I think I think you've you've hit on something that is. Uh, also, maybe it's entire own other topic, which we could certainly talk about. We <laughs> didn't, we didn't really prep for this one, so you know, who cares? Um, <laughs> but that's just the importance of starting, importance of uh, the importance of starting per se. You know, um, hmm. you you can't you can't finish any project that you haven't begun. Um, you know, you can't, <laughs> as Wayne
1: Gretzky said, <laughs> that's
0: right. That, that's exactly right. Um, you you can't. Uh, you can't complete your transformation into any new kind of person you want to be. You know, someone more fit, someone more financially well-off, someone more organized, someone more kind. You can't finish that transition before you begin it. Um, mm-hmm. And I, for for almost everything, I think um, – you know for for a lot of kinds of projects and hobbies and career paths and whatever else uh, it is absolutely true that before you've actually done it you you are probably going to be super naive about how hard it is to do and how much it's going to take to actually get through to the end um, mm-hmm. but for almost all of them too, I would think that we probably almost always also uh, way overestimate how much it takes to actually begin because almost all these things take almost nothing to begin. <laughs> You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, you could, you could argue what an actual beginning is, Um, but going back to your writing (laughs) example, you know, if you sit down and spend the next 15 minutes writing, well, you're not a novelist at that point, but you've written something Mm -hmm. and you've probably Mm -hmm. learned something um, and it might not be much, but you know, it's a beginning and that's all you need to do to begin. You don't have to have written a chapter to begin writing a novel. Mm -hmm. You have to write a sentence that you were intending to be part of a novel.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's super interesting, because I'm thinking now about the relationship between um, that, and I keep coming back to the word energy. Um, (laughs) I also, incidentally, went for a run today, in addition to sitting around and thinking about my hair. (laughs) What a productive day. Thanks, Priority. (laughs) You
0: are having a remarkably reality show-esque day.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) And now I'm narrating it for an audience. (laughs) Holy (laughs) s***. Katie becomes a weird summer housewife magazine person (laughs) in today's episode.
0: (laughs) I Actually, I think weird summer housewife magazine person would be a great reality TV show. Oh,
1: my God. I also baked some free-range muffins today. Mm. Oh, oh my God. Hormone-free
0: blueberries. (laughs) Grass-fed
1: oats. Oh, my God. I have deep catalog on
0: Whole Foods jokes, so...
1: Oh, my gosh. I get a lot of mileage out of free-range anything. Mm-hmm. Just put free-range in front of anything. And I I forget sometimes that some people haven't heard me do that. So uh. when I get a new audience and they laugh really hard, it's really <laughs> gratifying. Yeah,
0: my, my formula for uh, Whole Foods jokes is any kind of prefix that you hear on healthy or uh, I'll say politically correct food, you know, um, non-GMO, hormone-free, True. grass-fed, uh, pastured, any any of those, um, mm-hmm. I would, <laughs> no, high fru- no high fructose corn syrup. Um, my formula for every Whole Foods joke I make is to take one of those and put it in front of the wrong kind of food, you know, grass-fed oh, yeah. fed tuna, for instance.
1: Correct.
0: Yeah. So anyhow.
1: Yeah. 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 So <laughs> that's that's a that's I, a life
0: hack pro tip for the audience.
1: <laughs> well, we've covered running, riding, and muffins. Mm-hmm. I think our work here is done. Um, let's end the episode. Um, no, so I keep going back to the word energy. Um, but what you were saying was interesting because I'm thinking about whether and what the relationship between. Um, that energy of a fresh start or a new start, a new beginning, um, and sustainability or good habits is, um, and maybe this gets at conversations I know we've had. And, um, we've heard, of course, Merlin and Dan and various other, um, of our favorite podcasting icons talk about, um, maybe some of this is related to the idea of inspiration too, um, like the energy you get when you feel inspired, or the energy you get from a fresh start, um, mm-hmm. can carry you for a little bit. But then I'm thinking too about, you know, how do you how do you keep going to the point you have suddenly become a novelist through sure, <laughs> years sure. of hard work? <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, one thing that we might have talked about this before, but one one thing I think is is huge is. Um, along the, along the lines of what we're talking about today, I would call the not fresh start, um, <laughs> to actually,
1: the stale start, the stale
0: start to actually, and some days it's going to feel like that, um, to actually carry through and, and complete a big transition or a big project like that. And, and, you know, to be sure I've had a few of those. Um, I've also had many more that I did not <laughs> end up carrying through to completion, <laughs> Um, but I think the important thing is to be able to start again and again and again, um, hmm. you know, to get going again. We, we talked a little bit of one at one point about, um, uh, Joan Bolker's park on a downhill slope, um, <laughs> which, uh, could also, also be uh, construed as, um, who was the author who had the leave a little water in the well? Now I'm forgetting it again. Was that Hemingway?
1: Uh, you told me that one.
0: Well, you you were the one who said, like, end in the middle of a sentence or something. Yeah, which I think was was him. If that was, yeah, Yeah. if that was Hemingway. Anyhow, yeah, uh, we'll say Hemingway. Um, (laughs) Hemingway, the the author of many, many fine works, including 1984 and The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Um, Nailed it. (laughs) <laughs> he also said leave a little water in the well But with with writing in particular What both of them mean is To never finish by writing yourself Completely um, out of ideas You know, Never to, to write and write and write Until you can't write anymore And then knock off for the day To always end mm-hmm. at a point where you know what comes next And you feel good about it um, And in Hemingway's case to, to end in the middle of a sentence <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So that when you come back The work of getting started again is, is very clear. Um, mm-hmm. And I, so I think that's one thing, and that's just that's just one, one instance, one example, but I think in general that's a good thing to think about with these in terms of sustainability is um, not only is it something that's going to be inspiring and interesting to begin, but are you going to be able to begin again and again and again and again? Um, cause an awful lot of these things, unless you are living in some sort of commune off the grid where this is literally all you do all day long is whatever, you know, this thing you're trying to do is, uh, you are going to have to begin again and again. You don't get yeah. to begin once and then continue. Um, you're going to have to pick up fresh every day and it's not always going to be a fresh start. Cause again, like, you know, if you're 120 pages into your novel, um, you could have a fresh start. <laughs> But you can only do that at that point so many times if you're ever going to finish. Um, mm-hmm. You need to also be able to start when you're not feeling so fresh and neither is the work or the project.
1: Sure. Otherwise, you're just left with a thousand opening pages and no second pages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, I. so one thing I'm, <laughs> that I'm, I'm glad we do come back to the same ideas sometimes because then I get to think about them in a different way.
0: Yeah, me too. I've only had like three good ideas, so I'm I'm very glad when we we'll get to revisit them.
1: Cool. <laughs> Hash them over, a fresh start, yay! A fresh restart, um, a <laughs> fresh
0: repackaging of Max.
1: Re- yeah, that, that doesn't sound came right. Came out wrong. Um, edit all out. Um, Already done. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Um, no, because what I'm appreciating about. Uh, Coming back to this idea of leaving yourself something to pick up with, this is like the the healthy alternate to um, <laughs> give one hundred ten percent and all that sort of sports ball rhetoric that I just loathe. Speaking of rhetoric, I loathe just like last week. Um, but yeah, we're like, we're basically saying you know give like ninety percent but be really excited about the 10% you're going to come back to and that's going to be your first 10% the next day mm-hmm. yeah, or something.
0: Yeah, returning, returning to your, your hair example of having a fresh start in your back pocket, <laughs> I mean, it, it's almost like we're saying, you know, hold something back, keep a little extra, um, to, you know, yeah. a, little, a little spare capacity and keep it specifically in the direction of, you know, wanting to pick this back up again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's something, something here that I feel like, um, just because I'm the big David Allen cheerleader on the podcast, um, <laughs> and in life, uh, <laughs> I need to mention before we move on, uh, in, in terms of having a more generalized, um, application of, of this idea than just the writing one, you know, where we're saying stop writing before you've completely written yourself out, um, one of the, the core ideas in getting things done and we talked about this in the mantras episode actually is is uh, this idea of this question what's the next action? Uh, mm-hmm. and, and David Allen's you know kind of the, the shorthand of getting things done, like the very short version is you keep a complete list of all of the projects personal and professional that are going on on your life and that are going on in your life and at any given time, uh, make sure you also have a list of what is the, the you know the very next physical visible action required to move each one forward. Um, and, uh, that might sound a little tedious and a little silly, uh, but what it means in practice is not that at all times, like you're always planning out the next action for each project. So if you're working on a paper all afternoon, you do one thing and then think to yourself, okay, what now? And write that down and then do it and then check it off. No, not like that. <laughs> the, the idea is that in any moment when you're not doing that thing, you have that next action captured. So if you are Mm -hmm. working on a big report or you are doing some sort of research project or writing code or building a swing set in your backyard for your kids or whatever else your project is, um, planning a a vacation, that when you knock off, before you stop and walk away from it, um, or as soon as you can afterwards if you're interrupted, you think it through and determine what that next physical visible action is and Mm -hmm. write that down. And that way, you do always have an easy way back in. You don't have to think about, you know, oh, God, I have to write this report. That's that's a big thing. I don't want to think about that right now. You know, you don't have mm-hmm. to start write a report. You have to start, you know, look up the definition of quill or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. The dictionary oh, defines quill as
1: no. There's literally a dictionary on the floor next to my desk right now, mm-hmm. and I was when I looked down and realized it was there. I was hearing you say the dictionary defines blah blah blah, <laughs> and in my head I said no, but now I've gotten to say it on the air. Yeah. No. Anyway, yeah, no, I hear you. Um, but I yeah, now I'm really sort of excited by this idea of. Leaving yourself a really clear, um, uh, I mean, you, you, now I'm getting stuck because what you're saying is, you know, you should always know what the next action is, but I'm, I'm really, um, excited by the de- the idea now of when you are nearing the end of your, your work time, whether that's the end of your work day or just, um, your time before a break or before a meal or something,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, Leaving the next thing, say, on a sticky note in mm-hmm. the middle of your space oh, so that absolutely. as soon as you come back, there's none of that. <laughs> you go off on your break yeah. or you go off yeah. or whatever. And you're sort of dreading going back and figuring out where to dive back in mm-hmm. and getting back to the grind. For sure. But the idea of, of giving yourself a really easy, not even easy, but a very clear... Um, as you said, way forward a way mm-hmm. back in you Yeah, know, your little trail yeah. of breadcrumbs.
0: Yeah, Breadcrumbs. That's exactly the word I was mm-hmm. going to say. Um, that's in, in, uh, there's a, at least one research paper I'm familiar with. I think it's, it was from Microsoft actually. Um, and it was about, you know, doing, doing studies towards a, a, ta- a better task management system. Um, and mm-hmm. it talked about breadcrumbs, um, as you know, and the, the importance of reminders sort of in context, um, in, in situ. And I I seem to recall I think Julie Morgenstern has, has made a called use that same term as well. Um mm-hmm. and in her case she was she was talking about like actually sticking a post it. Like sticking a post it in the file drawer that your file that you just pulled came out of, or sticking a post it mm-hmm. on the document your your proof mm-hmm. reading, like where you were and you know, what the next thing you were you were reading was and what things to look out for that you'd just seen, you know. Yeah. You know, so you, you can get right back in. Um, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, and I would say from, uh, also, you know, GTD apologist and me coming out, uh, David Allen mm-hmm. would also say in a lot of cases, the best reminder in a lot of cases will be some sort of physical particle like that rather mm-hmm. than an item on a list. You know, you don't need to write, read this article, <laughs> read this article <laughs> next time you get a chance on a list. If you can just have the article and scroll a little note on it and put it somewhere you're going to see it, you know, in an inbox on your mm-hmm. desk, whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, maybe breadcrumbs is too subtle. Even leave yourself a, a small neon sign.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No, I think that's. I think that's. Um. That's fair. Yeah. I just when you said yeah, as you were talking, breadcrumbs is what came to mind because I know that's kind of the term, the term of art. Um, nice. In productivity research, such as it is. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, yeah, just the important thing is that you don't, you don't walk away, um, when you can help it. I mean, obviously we all get interrupted, stuff happens. Um, we forget, but you know, make it, make it a habit for any of this stuff to leave yourself an easy way to start again. Um, you know, what were you going to look at next? What was the next action that you were going to need to take or where were you in this before?
1: Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: So what was your most recent fresh start?
0: Uh, You know, uh, when you first brought the topic up, one that came to mind was we recently did an episode, um, we sort of had a productivity arc, and we did an episode where we were talking about uh, gear and systems. And I talked about using um, Outlook at work and having that synced over to my phone um, for contacts, calendar, um, actions, and notes and things. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sort of doing a, a David Allen getting things done kind of system that way. Um, not long after that, as often happens when something makes me examine and think about um, these topics, uh, I decided I wanted a bit of a, I wanted to do a bit of a reboot and and shake things up. And uh, so for the moment, I've actually moved back into a paper notebook um, style planner. So, uh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs>
1: How funny! Yeah, what Um, made you do it?
0: You know, I think in general it's just, and this is this is something you know on on the topic of fresh starts. Um, In his third book, making it all work, um, see how many of David Allen's works I can name in one stupid Mm -hmm. podcast. Uh, Towards the end, he mentions that one one hack, one tip for. Making sure you consider things and, and keep your systems fresh and, and uh, thoughtful is to move often and and not just in terms <laughs> of, like, system like I did, like, like changing, you know, from computer software back to paper for a while. Um, but to move <laughs> anything, you know, to move office, to move house, um, to move <laughs> careers. Sell your
1: house. You know.
0: Uh <laughs> But the, the 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 process of moving, you know, as we're talking about here, you tend to have to shake things up and think through everything again. Um, mm-hmm. And you might not do it all thoughtfully. I mean, surely you didn't, as you packed every single item in your house, hold each one in your hands thoughtfully for a long moment and <laughs> consider what was its place in your life and did you want it to continue on? And were there any changes you should make about it in the new space? But you mm-hmm. have to do some of that in the course of moving. Mm-hmm. You know, Some you can't help and, and some just the fact that it's a different space will make you do that. Um, yeah and and same same kind of thing here uh and it's it's something i'd you know even long before he wrote that book in my productivity consultant days that i would i would observe in myself and others you know anytime you switch over how you're managing that part of your life uh it does force you at least for a moment to be a little bit thoughtful about how you're doing it and why you're doing it and where things should go um Mm -hmm. so yeah uh,
1: Interesting,
0: and it's it's also funny to me because several times since I first read Getting Things Done, I've done a, a GTD kind of implementation. Um, I think each time that I have done it, it has become uh, like I don't know, somewhere between five and ten percent more canonical. Like it, it always, you know, early mm-hmm. on I would, I was, the first time I read it, I was still working at Franklin Covey. So when I tried doing it, I took a lot of liberties and I ignored some stuff and I tried to combine it mm-hmm. with other things and, you know, and as time goes mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm much, in, I'm much less creative every time I try it, <laughs> much more like what's Hi. described in the book. Um, and usually to good effect. I, I think it's generally a sound, a sound book. Mm. Um, which is why I bring it up on every episode of the podcast.
1: You don't say.
0: No, I do say. That's what I'm um, saying. Actually, you do. Yeah. I constantly no, say. Too. I say too much. Mhm.
1: Mhm.
0: I've said too much.
1: <laughs> yes. What do you think has made you more fundamentalist in your education?
0: <laughs> well, I think I think it's a couple of things. Um one is i think every time i've done it i've been a little bit more familiar um oh, sure. you know i've i and not just cuz i've i've done it before at this point but because i've i've read and reread more of his work more often and have a better understanding <laughs> of you know like the first time i tried i think part of the reason you know a lot of the reason it was different cuz i was working for franklin covey so i had some very different ideas about what a to-do list should look like or how to how <laughs> a daily calendar should work um sure but uh, I also know there were things that I did the first couple of times I tried GTD that were just wrong because I wasn't really understanding. Um, and it's not, huh. it's not that it's hard or complicated. It's just, there's kind of a lot there. Um, you know, it's, it's a system. Can you think
1: of an example? Uh. I'm just curious. You know,
0: I, I think. I think kind of one of the big ones is I, I, you know, he says it very early in the book and it's repeated more than once, but in the first Getting Things Done book, um, and I've mentioned this before on the podcast, uh, he, he eschews like daily task lists and tells people like, don't write a to do list every day. You know, the, the stuff on your calendar should just be only things that will die if you don't do them on that day. Everything else should be in a list somewhere else.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and, and I, early on, especially, um, I think that just went right over my head. Like I, I know I saw it the first time I read it. So again, I was working at Franklin Covey, and they were all about the daily to-do lists. Um, <laughs> but the, my definition of it has to be done today or it dies was way more liberal. Um, uh, you know, so I would mm-hmm. still have a ten-item to-do list every day, most of which would not expire at the end of the day if I didn't finish it. Um, <laughs> would be one example. Uh, I, I think another would be um, sort of the the context lists. Um. Oh yeah. You you know one one thing that differs a lot is is uh, again David Allen says have a list of of projects you know everything that's incomplete in your personal or professional life that takes more than one step goes on a big list of projects and uh, then you you have again you want to define the next action what's the next physical visible thing that you need to do for each of those mm-hmm. um, and and two things I got wrong there is. One is I was way way too liberal in defining uh, what a context would be um, like the places and the the people and the circumstances under which I would do things. I'd end up with like twenty or twenty five lists the first couple times I did it, which hmm. which you know kind of defeats the purpose um, and, and again, refresher, I know we've talked about this on the podcast before, but um, in gtd the the next actions generally if you've got more than twenty or thirty uh it's recommended you divide them up into lists by context, which is where you can do them. If it's something you have to be at home to do, like mow your lawn, you put that on a list of home actions. If it's something you have to be in the office to do, like do some filing in your your um at your desk, uh you that would be an office action.
1: Um mm-hmm. things
0: like that. And I would I would end up with being way too granular with those. Um and the other thing I would often get wrong on that is I would ignore I and this I did miss the first time through. Um, that a next action is always a physical, visible thing to do. Decide Mm -hmm. is not a next action. Um, Mm. you know, it's, and, and the deciding is, is something that you can do in the course of doing something else. Um, you can brainstorm a list of things, you can draft something, you can, you know, there's a lot of actions that would include deciding, but decide itself is not an action. Mm-hmm. You know, if your project is stuck because you can't decide which house to buy, <laughs> you need to <laughs> – there's a different action you need to take, like have a conversation with your spouse or right. go visit and tour them both again or yeah. look up crime and school statistics for each neighborhood or, mm-hmm. you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the physical visible part is, is a big key. Uh, and the reason for that is if your next action is decide and you've been procrastinating about it, you're just going to keep procrastinating about it when you see it on the list.
1: Right, but if it's a physical visible
0: thing you can go do you'll go do it at some point
1: right yeah no and in that case I think uh, it's a matter of you know when it's done because you've been able to do it you can decide in your head but if you haven't had to write it down or tell someone about it Mm -hmm. or do the action that would come after the decision then you could change your mind and you could keep yourself in decision purgatory oh absolutely yeah For sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So welcome back to Mm -hmm. GTD Talk with Katie and Max. (laughs) Mm.
1: Yes. Yes. No. Um. Yeah. So outside of, you know, day-to-day systems, um, yeah, it is kind of funny to jump back to a few weeks ago and talk again about my my life in boxes, um, (laughs) living in boxes. Yeah. Yeah, it is kind of funny how sometimes you don't expect an opportunity for a fresh start, but (laughs) then one is sort of imposed Mm -hmm. because you realize, for instance, all of the storage areas in your new home look completely different from the storage areas in your old home. Shocking. Yeah, and you must reckon with um, new places to keep everything and new vessels in which to keep everything. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so that's kind of been an interesting opportunity to revisit, um, Yeah. Oh my God. I just realized the other example of a thing I did today was going to sound very housewifey too. I rearranged decor on a mantle and bookcases. (laughs) Um, Oh my God. This is awful. Um, Uh, You should, you
0: should go like build something or um, program something or, you know, do something, do something against the, uh, the (laughs) housewife type ASAP
1: oh but i was gonna say something like um i was gonna make a joke about podcasts being overrun by men (laughs) and say yeah but podcasting is masculine because where are the ladies
0: well there's one on this Um, podcast somewhere
1: (laughs) correct hey (laughs) (laughs) if i shut up about
0: david allen for two
1: minutes
0: (laughs) yeah so in in the course of your your fresh start um uh, like what, what is, what have you gotten out of it, um, along the lines of what we've been talking about, uh, in your new place? Like, I don't know what, how settled in you are at what stage you are in the move, sure. how many boxes you're still living with, but you know, what has it done for you in terms of lifestyle or energy or getting rid of, or taking on new stuff, et cetera?
1: hmm Yeah. Well, I think probably because it, I feel like it just started happening today, um, more deeply, um, After a, as you know, after a busy weekend um, celebrating with family, um, it was nice to come home and sort of get back into the settling process, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I was thinking earlier today even about how it is such an opportunity to, to think about what you want your life to look like and not even just (laughs) literally where am I going to put all the trinkety crap on the mantle Mm -hmm. but doing that made me think about like you said earlier what do I have in my life what are the things I keep around me um do I want them in my life what function or sort of value do they have for me Mm -hmm. what do they give me um so I was thinking about that, and thinking about um, so more broadly, not just aesthetics, but but function. How do I want my my day to day life to work, and how does that support the big stuff? How does that support the the person, and employee, and coach, and and teacher, and everything yeah. I want to be? Um, no, I think
0: that's good. Yeah.
1: So I'm I'm kind of to that groovy sort of zoomed out part. We're still in the nitty gritty, <laughs> putting stuff away. Mm-hmm. Um, but like for instance, I have um a lot of oh this is so homemakery too no um I was just gonna say I have a lot of artsy crapsy supplies you know Mm -hmm. I have um paint and I have scrapbooking paper and I have things that you can make picture frames out of and all this stuff um and these are things that I like to do in my spare time I like to make gifts when I have the time and resources to do that um like all this all these little I guess they're tools in a way. Um, all these supplies are important to that person I wanna be. I wanna I want to be organized enough with all that stuff that um when I have time to do a project, I can do it. All of my stuff is accessible. It's in a really functional space. Um it's in a good home for me to just go find it and get it out and um be able to to work with what I have to do what I want to do, mm-hmm. um, so I'm actually really excited to do the boring part of like finding a home for that <laughs> stuff, <laughs> um, yeah. because then I'm closer to being back to center, I guess, with that stuff. Yeah, it's ready. It's ready to use. I'm not digging in the boxes anymore. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Um.
1: Mm-hmm. I,
0: I, yeah, I think there's there's something interesting you said there too about still being zoomed out and, and you, you contrasted, you know, sort of the, the, the big picture, you know, perspective kinds of stuff with the nitty gritty details of where it all goes. And Mm
1: -hmm. I don't, I
0: don't know if you're finding this, but I've definitely found this and an author whose name I'm not going to say again on this episode of the podcast um, also talks about this (laughs) in that book that I like. Uh, But (laughs) there is, I, I think there's something, there's a lot, stronger of a linkage I think between those nitty-gritty practical runway level details those physical details of where things go and what to keep and mm-hmm. whatnot and the big picture like you know what do I want my life to be about um, mm-hmm. and I I really like I still kind of like the idea behind a lot of um, I think I've I think I've mentioned before the book shed by Julie Morganstern um, which is about organizing primarily by getting rid of stuff and Sort of her first step, and a lot of these organizing books are this way, as are a lot of time management books. She sort of starts with like, "What kind of life do you want? What are your values? And you know, what do you want the theme to be for the next part of your life? And (laughs) you know, get rid of stuff based on that. You know, does it support that? And if not, chuck it." Um, Mm -hmm. And I kind of like that, but I think with a lot of this stuff, you know, the easiest way to answer a lot of those questions about what you want is to going to be to get in there and start actually making the little physical decisions. Hmm. You know, uh, to to pick up, you know, you mentioned the art supplies, you know, to pick up this box of paintbrushes and be like, you know, where should I put this? Do I even really still use this? Do I want to, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and answer whether or not you want to use the paintbrushes if you don't really know what place art, you know, and crafts and things like that has in your life. If you don't want to answer that as a big like, what do I want to do with the next two to three years of my life (laughs) Um, as far as my, my artistic expression goes? Well, then, then go the other way, you know, say, what do I want to do with this, this, you know, what do I want to do with all these colored pencils? Does this paper <laughs> mm-hmm. still have a place in my life? And where should I keep it relative to that? And see what emerges out of those little decisions.
1: hmm Yeah. No, and I think, uh, I, I thought of another, um, uh, I don't know if I'm always like this, but I feel like all my examples are just super boring. OMG. My next, my next example is going to be about a grocery list. <laughs> um, but I guess this is what we do. Like, we're analyzing what we do. Right. So I guess that we're, I'm still in line. I have a grocery um, list life
0: hack to share when you're done, by the way.
1: Oh, my God. Of course you do. Um, <laughs> you no, know, I was just thinking about how um, sometimes just these little manipulations in the space – can change the big, like you said, can change the big picture stuff. So I'm thinking of, um, you know, the little systems we have in the house. So there's a marker board that we always write our grocery list on, you know, throughout the week. If we're, if we're thinking of, um, new things or things we don't normally get, you know, you can jot it down before we're ready to make the final list and and go. Um, but having that marker board handy just (laughs) makes that whole process so much better. You know, and putting the the paper we might use with the marker board, mm-hmm. just you know whatever. You, so I, I guess I'm thinking about whatever you can do to decrease the friction and to sort of oh for sure increase increase your access to yeah. the stuff you need. When every yeah.
0: every one of these little physical decisions you make in in one of these in a move or any other kind of starting over, like mm-hmm. you know you are always going to be making certain things easier and certain things harder. Um,
1: yeah, there's yeah. a,
0: I, I can't remember who wrote the article that inspired all the productivity blogs to talk about it, but there was this, um, you know, make, make good habits easier and bad habits, harder meme yeah. that went around the productivity blogosphere several years ago, including one that's appeared elsewhere. Like, uh, you know, freeze your credit card in a block of ice in your, in your freezer. If you're having a spending <gasps> problem. Um, oh, that's funny, but I know I, I'm familiar with it cause Merlin man blogged about it on 43 folders. And, um, you know, he talked about making the right thing the easy thing. Yeah, um,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: You know, and that's that's something uh, – yeah, I'm not going to say what's the right thing or the wrong thing because I don't know how much we're talking about, you know, good and bad habits in this case. <laughs> so much as starting over and, and making fresh starts rather. But, yeah, if your fresh start is on something that you're going to have to, as we talked about before, start over again and again and again, like, as you're making that start, I would think about those things. Like, you know, what do, what do I want to make easier and what do I want to make harder? Yeah. You know, and keeping your mm-hmm. keeping your grocery shopping organized by having a <laughs> something to write with in the kitchen. Yeah, you know, that's a that's a mm-hmm. big one. Um, you know, you mm-hmm. make it a lot easier to write that down when it comes up rather than try to figure it out right before you head out the door. Mhm. For sure. Right.
1: What was the hack?
0: <laughs> my grocery Restore Life hack. This is so stupid because so many people have written about this in time management and organizing books. And I have always rolled my eyes and been like, oh, I was that guy. I was like, oh, if I took the time to do this organizing, I wouldn't have the time to actually do the thing. And the <laughs> last three weeks I've been doing it and it's magical. Um so I will. So credit to everyone who's ever written or said anything about grocery shopping in the history of advice, because they have all said this before and they were right. Um, But I have gotten into the habit. So we we do. We have a similar thing to you where you've got the marker board. We have like a little half size legal pad in the kitchen that we take grocery Mm -hmm. notes on through the week. Uh, And then when it's time to go grocery shopping, I transfer all that into my iPhone and make a little note and then Courtney and I talk and add other things to it and plan meals and you know, stuff like that. Uh, And then I actually do this, instead of doing this ahead of time, like at home, I do this next step when I get to the store, I sit in the car before I go in and do this. Uh, Then I put the list, I group everything by where it is in the store and put it in the Mm -hmm. order of the store from one end to the other. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: oh my God, it saves so much time.
1: Yeah, Uh, no And I I don't
0: forget things Like there there have been plenty of times where something is actually on the list On the phone in my hand that I'm consulting over and over again And I still miss it and forget it Um, (laughs) And there are plenty of times where I've picked up way more (laughs) That wasn't on the list that ended up being kind of wasteful Uh, But (laughs) now it's like, you know, I took a 40 minute chore And turned it into a 10 minute chore Um, So again, (laughs) credit to grocery store advice people everywhere um, if you know the layout of your store at all, put things in that order. It will help.
1: hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, and I, I, I can't remember for sure. That one feels obvious because I feel like I've been doing that for a long time, mm-hmm. but I'll have to, I'll have to double check. Billy's my, most of my memory, so I'll have to ask him later. <laughs> um, yeah, in our partnership, that's his job. Mm. <laughs>
0: So yeah, you just, yes. just 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 as as again that person I'm not gonna name advises people to write down everything they don't want to forget. <laughs> you do that as well. It's just you're writing it down in Billy.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Like sometimes I will look at him immediately after something happens, and I say, "Will you help me remember this later?" <laughs> <laughs> Very <laughs> um, good. Yes. Yes. Um. um mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So grocery store hack, life hack. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. I I think he's listened to um, enough of the show to know that uh, the term capture is important to that system of which we shall not speak. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm just thinking about how obnoxious it would be if every time I do that now, I just turn to him and I say capture or capture that. (laughs)
0: Just say capture.
1: Oh, my God. That'd be awful. It's like a
0: trigger word. (laughs) Capture. Billy I think capture he'd,
1: he'd revolt. He'd start messing with my memories and telling me wrong things just to just to get his job. Katie, you yeah. promised. <laughs> no, you definitely said that I could blah 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 blah. And you didn't care that blah 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't remember that. Katie, you never do. All right, honey. <laughs> yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yes. So what have we learned about mm-hmm. fresh starts?
1: Um they're good. <laughs> Carry scissors in your back pocket um, for that fresh start. Yep. All right. Marker board in the kitchen, that's scissors in the back pocket. Yeah.
0: I like it. Um, I that's it. The only other thing I can think of to say that I don't think we've learned, <laughs> but that, that I, and this is my own bias, so I'll admit this probably isn't, true or right for everybody um if you are someone who craves a fresh start either in general or right now specifically because of something going on um i would say as far as like ways to create that to capture some of that feeling in your life without Mm -hmm. um, actually divorcing your partner and moving across the country um (laughs) a more constructive and faster way i think I, i think something to look for um I would say more than finding something new to do, like taking up a hobby or pursuing some you know, childhood fantasy or something like that, I would say an, an easier and more sustainable – there's that word again mm-hmm. – way to capture some of that energy and scratch that itch. I would look for things you could get rid of rather than things you could add.
1: Um, mm. you
0: know, and, and those two things can go hand in hand. I recently got rid of literally all of my clothes for work and replaced them with much better ones, not just better mm-hmm. in terms of mm-hmm. newer mm-hmm. and nicer, but like, like mm-hmm. nicer, like higher grade, like, you know, a, a better, more professional wardrobe than what I was wearing. Even if we were, you com- leveled, yeah, up. I leveled up my clothing, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, monetization ruthlessly, um, oh my God. I got I got proactive managerial attire. Very good. Uh, for the upwardly mobile professional. No, anyways. Um,
1: oh, my. But, you know,
0: I, I got rid of, I didn't just go out and buy a bunch of stuff. I got rid of stuff, mm-hmm. and I replaced it with, with something new. And in a lot of cases, I think, you know, you don't even need to go so far as replacing it. Um, if you are really sick of your clothes, especially if you have an overflowing closet, but just in general, too, <laughs> see if you can get rid of half of them. And mm-hmm. and I will bet that wardrobe will feel like a fresh start afterwards, even though what is left will, by definition, not be new. Uh, mm-hmm. So anyhow.
1: well, yeah. yeah. And I think that's the thing. Some of this stuff is uh, more about tricking yourself into making good choices.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> than actually uh, making a substantial change. Because um, none of this that we've talked about, is asking anyone to reconsider their values or change their major trajectory. Oh, no, your values are um. fine. <laughs> well, I mean, some people's are. Ours are fine. No, I, if we you're listening to this podcast, I,
0: I I, um, I confirm your values, and I absolve you of all guilt, because <laughs> as you know, I am a priest.
1: Wow. Ooh. I feel like we should have some sort of disclaimer that says, like that uh, uh, Neil Patrick Harris Heineken commercial. That's <laughs> like... <laughs> Going against everything he's saying, um, <laughs> Heineken will not refund your money um, yeah i mean we're not we're not suggesting that um, a fresh start needs to include a one eighty change. Um, I guess that's what I'm thinking of. Um, you know i should I chop off all my hair tomorrow i'm not becoming a radically different person um, i'm gaining energy and maybe um, Save, well, saving a little time in the morning: Yeah, I'm gaining energy and shampoo and possibly a little bit of time. Um, yeah.
0: yeah: yeah, yeah well, and that's, I think that's, that's a good, also a good disclaimer we should put on speaking of disclaimers is you know <laughs> if for any of these, like even if you, even if you do, like divorce, mm-hmm. sell everything you own, change careers, oh and move clear across the country, um, which I recommend everyone listening does the, all of that right now.
1: Um, yeah, I was going to say, you keep coming back to that.
0: <laughs> well, the thing, the reason I'm bringing it up this How time, much chaos
1: can I cause in one episode? The
0: reason I'm bringing that up in particular right now is um, I think it's worth pointing out that even if you do that, when you arrive at your new career and your new house and your new spouse on the other side of the country, you're still there. Um, so to the point of tricking yourself, like <laughs> for, for uh. all of this stuff, a certain amount of the fresh start is always illusory. Um, It is. It is still just you know. It's like we talked about roles uh, a few weeks ago, and how you know all of you goes to all of these places um, in a certain sense, and and that's still going to be true with a lot of these fresh starts. Um, Yes, if you spend 15 minutes writing right now, that is a start towards being a writer, Mm -hmm. Uh, and it could be a start towards a a career that ultimately changes your lifestyle and worldview. Um, But on the other hand. Uh, especially early on, it's still just going to be you writing.
1: <laughs> Sounds like a good book title. Mm-hmm. Get started now, you writing. <laughs>
0: you comma writing.
1: Hmm. <laughs>
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. <laughs> you comma only writing.
1: What? Just like only like writing. it's oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Cutting all of this out. Especially the part where I said I was a priest.
1: Yeah. Disclaimer.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Ah, That was all right.
1: Cool. That's a thing.
0: You have been listening to Priority. Once again, for complete show notes, or if you'd like to send us feedback via email or subscribe to the show, visit us on the web at priority.fm. If you enjoyed the program today, please go to iTunes and leave us a positive rating and review, as that will help new listeners find the show. Also, if you're interested in getting updates or communicating with us via tweets, follow us on Twitter, where we are at Priority FM. That's at P-R-I-O-R-I-T-Y-F-M. Thanks again for listening. episodes yep
1: yep yep. <laughs> yep, mm, yep yep. i just got an email and you're buzzing
0: from pinterest
1: from pinterest you're on pinterest
0: uh ish oh my so do you, you, you want to know when i signed up for pinterest
1: when did you sign up for pinterest
0: when rand's got a job there
1: oh my goodness okay that makes a little more sense yeah. though
0: I, I mean there's there's a lot of there's a with. lot of uh Maxish stuff on Pinterest as well
1: hmm have you pinned anything
0: uh not recently it's mm. it's on it's on my list of so social media for me has um it comes in like three broad categories there is the social media actually no, not three categories you know what it's a matrix. Oh my god! Um, it's it's
1: but not the matrix.
0: Not the matrix. A matrix. It's okay. a two by two grid of of items along two axes, and the axes are um, it, it, whether I actually use it and whether I like it and want to use it. Oh my
1: goodness!
0: Uh, and mm-hmm. you know, like the actually and the, the actually use it and the like it is fa- eh, not Facebook. Oh God. <laughs> The act mm-hmm. like in the actually use it and like it category in that, that corner, that that quadrant would be Twitter. Um mm-hmm. in the actually use it but don't like it category would be Facebook. Uh sure. in the uh don't like it and don't really use it category would be LinkedIn. And mm-hmm. in the like it and want to use it but don't use it category would be Pinterest.
1: Interesting.
0: No, I think you mean Pinteresting. <laughs>
1: But you you want it to be Pinteresting enough to use it, yeah? Mm. Uh huh.
0: Yeah, I want it to be Pinteresting enough to use it.
1: Ah. Uh there's no P in our ooze.
0: <laughs> Ding! I hope you're still recording.
1: I certainly am. Mm.
0: Um, can I tell you the tweet I've made three times about Pinterest?
1: Yes, because I haven't seen it.
0: I really, really think. I think they should take this from wrong with it. I don't even need credit. I think they should rebrand uh, some of their user experience and start calling their users instead of users or pinners or whatever they want to, you know, whatever they call them now. Probably just users. Um, yeah. I think they should refer to them as ursins so that they can have ursins of Pinterest.
1: Oh, my God. Uh that's a stretch Mm. that's a stretchy stretch
0: (laughs) okay now you can stop recording